Hello, everybody, and welcome to your Final Score podcast, where you listen to the final word on any and all debate in sports today. With you, as always, is your boy, Wyatt. There's Matty P. Always. I'm always here. Welcome to the show. This is the first time we've ever done this on Facebook, uh, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, we, we talked about putting it on YouTube, and, you know, now we're here. So. Yeah, now we're on Facebook Live, so we just took another step there. <laughs> What's up, Seth? Good to see that you joined. Um, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Matty P., how was your week, man? I was I was gone for like four days. So how, what was you doing down here in Tallahassee? Uh, just it was midterm week, you know. So doing public health and had my midterm on Friday, which kind of sucked. It, from Friday to Saturday was my time my time slot. I'm like, all right, this is grad school. I guess I got to do this. So uh, I've been just grinding. Uh, it's been one of those weeks where you know grad school kind of hits you in the face, right. but I got over it. Got over it. So yeah, I'm here. I survived. I spent a couple days in Bristol, Connecticut. Um, touring the ESPN campus. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I'll, uh, I'll have to post some pictures of uh, all the studio. I went to see Sports Center studio. I went to see the NFL Live studio. Right. Um, also, I got to see Adrian Wojnarowski, which ties in perfectly to what we're talking about today, uh, because he's probably dropping bombs left and right uh, on Twitter all all night long for NBA free agency. Right. Um, but we're here to talk about just that. Uh, kicks off literally at six o'clock when we started the podcast. Kevin Durant couldn't wait another thirty minutes. It's six o'clock somewhere. You yeah, know? he had to he had to spoil our spoil our fun. Kevin Durant um, has made his announcement. He was the first guy to really set off free agency. He has signed with the Brooklyn Nets for a four year, one hundred and sixty four million dollar contract, uh, and he is joining Kyrie Irving also on a four year deal. This is a team that made a great push last season in the playoffs. And now they're kind of going all in and chasing two stars. What do you make of the signing for Brooklyn? It's monumental for a Brooklyn franchise that definitely has was taking the turn with D'Angelo Russell, you know, taking that team to the playoffs. And it was kind of an unexpected team this year. And they made this to the sixth, you know, sixth seed. And it was like, oh, you know, the Nets, they, they had a solid year. And then now that Frank, that management has taken the, you know, those two max contracts that they had and available. And they're like, hey, Kyrie, come. Hey, Kevin Durant, come. So this that's the spot to be in, in the East, it seems like. I, what's going on in Brooklyn? <laughs> well, they also signed DeAndre Jordan. Right. Um, that's probably not a big contract, but just something to fill that center spot for them and kind of give them another star while Kevin Durant rehabs this Achilles injury. That way Kyrie Irving and whatever team they assemble can still make a push in the Eastern right. Conference. And DeAndre Jordan has been with successful teams in the past, you know, the Clippers with Chris Paul and I think Kyrie Irving can be the game, that, that guy who was, you know, Chris Paul back in the day where, hey, I'm going to throw you lobs and you're going to go dunk. He's a great person, yeah, exactly, to run that pick-and-roll offense. It gives Kyrie a nice guy to, to work with on the offense that fits that role perfectly. Right. Um, with Brooklyn signing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, that kind of leaves D'Angelo Russell as the odd man out. We were kind of waiting. They were waiting to renounce his rights uh, until they just, until they found out they're going to get Kyrie and um, now it looks like he's been in contact with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's been in contact with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I heard the Indiana Pacers about a week ago. I don't know if that's still a thing. But now D'Angelo Russell is kind of in a holding pattern as well. He's, he's trying to wait and see which team doesn't get the guy that they want. He's almost at the second option everywhere you look. Right. Um, hey, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Yeah, they're comment on your Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. One of my favorite graphic T-shirts of all time. Um it's got all of the classic cartoon dogs. Michelle, Michelle Mendez out there. <laughs> Spotting us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, one of the um, the biggest question marks is, is Kawhi Leonard 
going to the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, there was a report that came out with Kevin Durant and Kawhi joining forces. And now that he's chosen Kyrie instead, do you think that pushes Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers? Because I think he's the next big guy to make his move. Oh, he's I think he's the domino effect. If he when he signs well, if he signs with Toronto or the Lakers, um, that makes the decision for D'Angelo Russell. I, I know you, you were just talking about that before I interrupted you, but um, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, he's the domino effect. And if he signs with the Lakers, D'Angelo Russell, I think he kind of defaults and goes to Minnesota. So would you be okay with that? I mean, Mr. Uh, yeah. Mr. Timberwolves. I, I would be. I'd be happy with that. We haven't had a point guard who can actually score since I can't remember because we had you know Tyus Jones, Jeff Teague, uh, rookie Rubio back in the day. Like we haven't had a dynamic score at the point guard position for a while. And he, he averages twenty one points. He averaged twenty one points uh, last year, uh, four rebounds, seven assists. So he's a dynamic guard that has taken that step, and I think. Minnesota is a good place where he doesn't get. He still can be kind of a focal of the offense, but also has a center that can help him out and, and cat. We got a good question here from Dylan Geller, my my good friend from back in the day at Florida State, asking the question: Who starts for Brooklyn, DeAndre Jordan or Jared Allen, a guy who had a very good season for them? I mean, I think you got to start DeAndre Jordan. Man. I know. Like, if you're going to sign DeAndre Jordan, I guess he has to he has to start. But I understand what you're saying. I, if you're if you agree or Dylan, if you think Jared Allen's going to start, I I I understand your if, if I don't yeah. Jared Allen had a great season. I, I wouldn't be. I mean, I, I'm not sure that DeAndre Jordan has to be the starter. I think he could to come in as a six man. You could even probably pair them together in in some weird lineup where you have two bigs on the floor like that. Uh, not sure that it would happen, but DeAndre Jordan, I think, is just a signing that you know reinforces your team and, yeah. and adds depth to a team that you know needs it as they are pretty much unloading almost their entire roster to make room for these superstars. Um, going back to the Kawhi Leonard signing for the Lakers, if he goes there, remember last year when they signed DeMarcus Cousins and kind of added the, that five all-star team, Right. we were talking before the show, does that make the Lakers an even better team than the Warriors when they had DeMarcus Cousins this time last year? Yeah, this this might be one of the top, the best NBA assembled teams I've ever seen like ever like right. you, have, you have probably the, the best player LeBron the third best player in Kawhi and the fifth best player in Anthony Davis and like we said we, we said before was you know Golden State had you know Kevin Durant the second best player we had the we had uh, Steph Curry probably the sixth best and then Clay Thompson's 11 so like this team could be the best team ever assembled yeah I I mean, you make a great point with it being three of the top five players on the same team. On the same team, and that's just unheard of. And Kawhi Leonard, I heard a lot of people talking about the comparisons of, okay, well, if he joins there, that's even weaker than Kevin Durant going to Golden State. And I don't know if it's necessarily weak. I feel like we've kind of phased out that notion that moving and going to different teams is, right. is, is weak. It's, it's, it's soft. It's, it's like a norm. Everyone's doing it. It's a norm now. If you're going to take advantage and go chase rings, like, go do it. Like, I, I've been a proponent since Kevin Durant did it at the beginning there. Um, but even when, like, LeBron and, and Miami created the, the super team, the original one, um, and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, like, that that was taboo at the, at the time, and then it came, became more taboo with Kevin Durant. But now... These these teams are gonna create you know a super 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 team in the Kawhi I think right. Kawhi Leonard I, I, and uh, LeBron and AD it's 
Yeah. Like, I, I was pushing that Kawhi Leonard was going to stay in Toronto with, you know, him buying property and, you know, all these rumors that he's there. But, like, why wouldn't you go to Lake, the Lakers, where you're from, you know, you're from California, and you have a chance right. to play with LeBron and AD and be completely, like, completely dominate the league after right. what the Warriors did. One team that is going the opposite of the notion of the super team is the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Milwaukee had a great season last year, the number one team in the league, best record in the league, and they went out and they re-signed both Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton on big contracts. Brooke Lopez, I believe, signed for $52 million, four-year deal, and Chris Middleton signed a five-year, $178 million contract. Matty P., you and I were both very disappointed with what Chris Middleton did in the playoffs this year. Uh, he had an all-star caliber season. He did make the all-star team. Right. Uh, I think he averaged about 18 points a game, uh, six rebounds, four assists, and he's a career 39% three-point shooter. So he is a good player, and he's had moments, and he's had good seasons. But right. does does that set a bad precedent? You have a really bad playoffs, but we're still going to pay $180 million. I mean, I don't understand the money. I understand that, like, you have to keep your team. If you want to keep your team and do the Milwaukee way and, and keep Brooke Lopez, keep uh, Chris Middleton, and do – and you know, solidify your team with with Giannis. That's great, and you had obviously you had great success throughout the regular season, became number one overall seed. And um, but I don't, I just don't understand the money. Like Chris Middleton, he played well, but that max contract. I mean, woof. I Chris Middleton's in there, like wow. That's he he, he benefited from having a great regular season. But, that's an Otto Porter contract right there. Right, it's <laughs> the complete opposite of what Tristan Thompson did. Remember he. He had one, right. three, three, three had good playoffs. games and got got assigned. Yeah, he had a great, a great three games in a finals that he lost, and then they paid him major right. money. Right, Chris Middleton plays, you know, the whole eighty-two game season, and he plays well, but uh, he, he gets he gets he gets his money. Um, again, I see you guys are are putting in comments and putting in questions. Keep keep bringing them in. If you guys have a theory on who's going where, uh, let us know, and we will we will love to address it. But we're gonna just keep on going. Um, hey Hannah. <laughs> oh, you get, get your shout out in. Yeah, right? no, here's my shout out. She, <laughs> she always complains about my not giving her a shout out. So hey. <laughs> um, another guy that is re-signing with his team is Damian Lillard. He got a four-year, 196 million dollar extension on top of the contract that he already had. Damian didn't really think he was ever going to go anywhere. He's a Portland Trailblazer, I think, right. probably for life. Yeah. Um, how close do you think Portland is? Because there's reports that. They're going to keep Cantor, kind of like what Milwaukee's doing, just trying to keep everybody in-house because they were pretty close. And with Golden State not coming back, I mean, I think it's just as open in the West for anybody to compete. I mean, they have a great backcourt in C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard, and you don't want to disband any of that. If you have a great backcourt in the NBA, you can compete. And I think that will benefit them, uh, benefit Portland when they play the Lakers, you know, um, in – Probably, I, I think the Portland will get even better. I, they might make it to the Western Conference Finals. Like if they keep their team, I th- I thought they were good. I think Denver kind of stays where they're at and you know gets bounced in the playoffs. But um, you can't disband like a, a backcourt like that. No, those two are those two yeah, are very, the, very good. I mean, Damian Lillard is a true, true like crux of Portland. So you, you don't want to get him disgruntled. Yeah, he's definitely your your franchise. I think he'll probably be there until he's until he's done, unless he like ends up going somewhere like when he's old and is not yeah. the same guy. Um, one team in the Western Conference that um, is really being aggressive is the Houston Rockets. 
they have made it very clear that with Golden State out of the running, they want to make a push. And there's a lot of reports about them trying to trade Philadelphia uh, to get Jimmy Butler. And then they're going to trade uh, Clint Capella somewhere else to kind of keep those big three of Chris Paul, Harden, and Butler. And now there's reports that Jimmy Butler might be meet or he is meeting with the Miami Heat, and that might be an option for him. Uh, if you're Daryl Morey in the Houston Rockets, how concerned are you that you might miss your opportunity to go grab Jimmy Butler, who is, in their mind, the reason or a, a good possibility they can win a championship with those three? I mean, Jimmy Butler is one of those guys in the NBA that, like, I don't think he ever makes up his mind. So like, so he's gonna have all these like teams calling him and, and Houston Rock. I think he st- he goes to the Houston Rockets in the, at the end of this. But yeah, I I wouldn't be too concerned about it because Jimmy Butler's been up in the air his whole career. It seems like. Uh, one of the things that I was actually pretty surprised about with with why Jimmy Butler has kind of out of the blue picked Miami to go visit. Right. Uh, as he talked a lot about how they treated Dwayne Wade in his last season and how he saw how they treat guys in that organization. Um, and, and Miami is that kind of way. Like Miami, it is. After they disbanded their big three and had their dynasty, their mini dynasty uh, when LeBron and Chris Bosh were there, they have been kind of doing it their way where they've been trying to build the draft and, and sign a couple role right. guys and just try and see if it works. But I think Jimmy Butler could be a dude that goes there and, and, and helps revamp their yeah. their franchise He's, a little bit i mean he'll be the go-to guy in miami and if, if jimmy butler is looking for being that go-to guy and not necessarily like not saying he can't win a championship in miami because you know the nba is so volatile every year that you know miami heat might have money to grab another guy to compete right. but um jimmy butler is a good piece in miami that they haven't had since since what hassan Whiteside, but did he really make that much of an impact? Well, I don't know. And, and Jimmy Butler really has never been the number one option other than the time when he was in Chicago right? He, for that year when Derrick Rose was was not the same Derrick Rose. He had a couple seasons in, in Chicago where he was the best player. He went to Minnesota, and you could argue he was the best player, but one, number one option, I'm not sure, because him and Carl Anthony Towns kind of shared it. In Philadelphia, they shared it. If he goes to Miami, he's clearly the number one player. Right. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're kind of just in a holding pattern to figure out what other what other moves get made here. Yeah, are there any more questions? Any more questions you guys have for us? Um, I see that. Oh, oh, here we go. We just got a Woj bomb right here. Kimball Walker has made it official. He is going to the Boston Celtics on a four-year, hundred forty-one million dollar deal. Um, Boston is. You were just talking about how the Celtics didn't really make that much of a push it, in. In the uh, in the draft, so right. Does Kemba Walker kind of overtake that that notion? Or are you good? My biggest <laughs> problem is, and I saw a tweet that said it exactly the other night. Uh, I forget which reporter or which personality it was. Is I mean, you're basically replacing Kyrie Irving with a less effective, smaller Kyrie Irving and Kemba Walker. Yeah, and obviously, small guards, small point guards that can dribble and shoot. Um, and create offense, have done well in Brad Stevens' system. I mean, you can say Kyrie Irving didn't win any playoff games, but he was still effective in that system, and they still played well. Um, I mean, they're they're just in a position where they they have promised that fan base rings, and they've promised, you know, we're going to be something one day. And they're going to lose – they've lost Kyrie, they're going to lose Al Horford, and now they're bringing in Kimball Walker to a team that – I don't know. It's really just still not that impressive. They're losing mm-hmm. Terry Rozier, the backup yeah, point they have, guard. They have good guys at good positions, but like 
I think we've seen kind of not the best of Jalen Brown, maybe. Uh, you know, yeah, J- maybe, Jason yeah. Jason Tatum, you know, he didn't really have an impressive year after his, uh, you know, stellar rookie year. And then, you know, you have Gordon Hayward, who's obviously been ham- hampered with his injuries. So right. it's like if you just look at the, you know, the guys that are starting in the starting five, like you have great talent at every position, but are they really that good? I don't like last year. In the playoffs, it's they kind of showed that they weren't. They they kind of showed their true colors. Yeah, I mean they, they're just. And I don't think Kemba Walker kind of you know puts them over the top to like compete with the 76ers or, or Milwaukee or Toronto if if Kawhi stays. Yeah, I mean I think right now if if <laughs> if you're the Sixers, you might be wanting to really make a push and keep Jimmy. Yeah, because the way the East is shaping up, if Kawhi dips and goes west, the Raptors aren't the same team. No, if the Nets are if, a totally different team. If the Nets are, yeah, the Nets are a totally different team without Kevin Durant. I mean, they're going to be a good team, but they're essentially the same Brooklyn Nets team as far as a chance of competing in the right. East. Um, yeah, this is their this is the 76ers year. All right, other Mil- than Mil- Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I mean, they still haven't won anything yet, so <laughs> they haven't proved that they can right. win the big so, one. So I mean, who, the, the East is as open as it gets still. Um, I think the Sixers need to make a huge priority on keeping Jimmy Butler and making that team a contender and keeping them a contender because the way they were assembled, they were one crazy shot away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right, and based on their talent, they they could have competed with the Warriors this year with all those injuries. So, wow. Yeah. um, It's a busy day. (laughs) It's a busy day. Woes is dropping bombs left and right. Um I'm going to check my phone and see if anything else crazy is going on. Let's see how many comments we got. What comments we got. See who's talking to us. Yeah, you got to scroll with the little, the little wireless. Oh, we got people down here. Oh, oh, that's why we weren't scrolling low enough, Matty P. <laughs> I know. We got people trying to talk to us right now. Who we got? Sign me up for LeBron, AD, and Kawhi versus KD and Kyrie in the finals for the next few years. Seth, I could not agree more. <laughs> That is a star-studded finals if I have ever seen one. And who's to say that the Nets don't get another guy who's not a superstar, but another star player within the next couple seasons anyways? Right. That that would be amazing. We, we were talking about, you know, if if Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, like, teamed up in the Clippers, obviously that's not going to happen with uh, KD going to the Nets. But, you know, in just in the city of L.A., that would be, you know, five – I don't know. It'll be four, four, four like stud top five, type six players in the NBA. It'd be amazing. We just got another bomb here from ESPN. Mavericks agree on a five-year, hundred and fifty-eight million dollar deal for Kristaps Porzingis to keep him in Dallas. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a team that we've kind of like not talked about after Luca had such a great year. I know the rookie of the year. Um, and we were talking about it the other day before we before we record the podcast is like. The West, with the Lakers, you know, the way the West is constructed, who's dropping out of those eight teams that is going to be allowing the Lakers to get in? Obviously, when Kawhi and AD, if they go if they go there, they're a playoff team. There's no doubt about it. Right. But what's the movement going to be like in the West? Because Dallas now, I mean, Luka's coming back for a second year. Right. They're going to get Kristaps back for a full season, hopefully, if he can stay healthy. What are the Mavericks going to look like next year? That's a yeah. team that I think a lot of people are forgetting about, and they might make some noise next year. Yeah, I mean, you have two, like, a, a guy who plays, you know, power forward, can shoot the three. He's a willing passer. 
Um, and then in, in Kristaps Porzingis. And then you have Luka Doncic, who had a stellar year. Um, it's that's a that's a dangerous team of, of the Euro League. It's the Euro League down in down in Dallas. So I'm I'm super excited about the Mavs. I think I think they can make the playoffs uh, in the Western Conference with you know New Orleans might be different this year. We don't know how all that talent's <clears throat> going to translate if they're going to make the playoffs. I I don't. I, we'll see. We'll well, see. I, I got some news out of New Orleans. You finish your point, and I'll, I'll hit you with some news yeah. out of New Orleans. But I think Denver stays in the, in contention of in in the West. Um, not saying they're going to win, but they're going to stay in the playoffs. Uh, I would say the Warriors stay. Um, I say I say, you know, obviously the Lakers will will be in the playoffs, and the Mavs could sneak in there at like, you know, seven eight. S- I think high as a six. I think they can make it really? to six. Yeah. It's that if you have two studs like they have, I mean, in the West, it's the West. It kind of all that talent that we've had in the West is kind of switching to the East, other than obviously the AD and LeBron. But you know, KD's over the East. You know, you have uh, Kawhi Leonard if he stays over in Toronto. You know, I mean, I mean, the NBA is in general. The NBA has been one of the most exciting leagues like the last the last three seasons i mean the nba has been full of talent and 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 now more than ever it's becoming equal that, yeah. i mean a lot of people are so concerned like, obviously there's the four or five teams that are absolute dumpster fires that no one talks about right but every team has a has a player that you can look to and say they're their star player yeah. like they every team has somebody they don't have you know everybody but i think every team is relatively at, least, at least like phoenix and the wizards all have you know they have guys that they, they have stars they're not good not their fault they're not good you know what i'm saying <laughs> um the news i was waiting to tell you maddie p is the new orleans pelicans have signed jj reddick from oh, the wow. philadelphia 76ers i saw joe said that we had that the sixers had lost reddick and i'm like joe i'm sorry dude i'm gonna go look it up and and see where he's headed <laughs> Uh, thank you for breaking that to us, Joe. That's that's crazy. That's another shooter that you're putting around a guy like Lonzo Ball, and you're gonna allow him, you're giving Lonzo weapons down right. there in New Orleans. Lonzo doesn't have to be a shooter, like you know he's not he's not a shooter obviously right. in the NBA. So if you get get guys that are strictly shooting shooting guards, I mean that's that's a dangerous team. That's that's a true like run and gun team, right? And that's a great signing for for New Orleans. I mean, it's a veteran dude. You have a lot of young guys. You bring in a Redick, who is a veteran, who's a knockdown shooter, can help teach the guys how to play together and how to play smart. And you're bringing in a Dukey to play with Zion Williamson. <laughs> you know, there's obviously some connection there. Yeah, uh, both being Blue Devils. My cousin Connor Fitzsimmons down here. The latest comment talking about Golden State. Are they going to be a threat this year, Matty P? And I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily a threat, but they're definitely a team you can't forget about. Right. Clay Thompson suffered an ACL injury. That's not a full year. That's yeah. not a full year recovery. Not an NBA season. In NFL, that's a full season. When they say you're out for the year, right. an ACL is a season long injury. The NBA is obviously a different a different thing. And Clay Thompson could come back depending on how his recovery goes for the playoffs, as long as Golden State can sign a couple guys and with Kevin Durant leaving potentially with DeMarcus Cousins leaving they have a lot more cap space where they could probably make some moves here in free agency they might be the the dark horse to sign maybe an Al Horford right a guy who will go there and help them win more championships if Golden State makes some moves they'll be just fine does Al Horford really want to go to the Kings I heard no I heard yeah I've heard reports about the Kings he ain't going to no Kings he's going to a, he's going unless to a he's going to get paid you know crazy money but right. I Al Horford is not doesn't deserve like you know a hundred and fifty million dollar contract. There's no way. Right. Not not these days. 
But Matty P, with just Steph Curry, do you think Steph Curry can, I mean, get his team to the playoffs by himself? I mean, that, that's that's a genuine question. We we haven't seen him get to the playoffs by himself. Right. Yeah, I without Klay Thompson, I mean, yeah. can can he do it? I I think that team is has when it has won too many games. You know, over the past what six years, that they they're so used to getting the playoffs. I th- I think they'll sneak in there like. You know, probably like I don't know, four or five. But like I know, I know the West is kind of evening itself out and equaling. But like Steph Curry and Draymond Green, I think I think they can get to the playoffs. I don't think they come close to competing for a championship. What do you think? I mean, I just we just spent the last you know couple minutes talking about the West. I mean, that's that's a conference that you can't afford to take a back step in. Right. With if if the Lakers do get a Kawhi and even if they don't get Kawhi, if the Lakers get a bunch of other role players with LeBron and AD, that's Well, if they get Russell. If they get D'Angelo Russell, I mean that's that's a good unit right there. Houston's not going anywhere even if they don't get Jimmy Butler. They're probably if they stay pat, they're still a contender. The Nuggets, they're going to be back. Um I think the Warriors are at the same level of like of a Mavs like I think they're at that, that, that level. Right, but the like, Mavs are fighting to get in. But that's what I'm saying. Like I think they'll be on the same that same wow. type of. What do you think is the lowest they'll go in the in the seating? Like what's the lowest the, the Warriors can get in? Yeah. Well, I I think they could miss the playoffs, but I think the highest, or I guess the, the highest that they, they can get in would be, um, probably, probably five. Wow. Yeah. And that's fair. Like five through eight. I I, I see they, yeah, they I see that they could make it through there, but. I could I could see that they missed the playoffs too. Like I understand that the West is reshaping itself, and it's it's a fun time to be watching the NBA. Yeah, I, I, it's it's as wide open as it gets, and Golden State is definitely an interesting situation because, and that's something I didn't even think of until I just said it there on the podcast was that they have so much cap, cap space, they could actually for the first time in a while not be star studded, but sign a bunch of. Like a, a new wave of Iguodala's, a new wave of Sean Livingston's, like those wing guys that come off the bench and just help run the offense. Right. Like you don't have to rely on Quinn Cook and um, Jonas Jerebko, you know, whatever. <laughs> and those guys are good good players, had great years. But, yeah. I mean, you can really revamp your roster and have a bunch of guys that are good yeah. that can help Steph Curry win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's going to be interesting. I think that's one of the, the most interesting – teams to watch next year I, I really do I mean I, even with Kevin Durant out Hannah making a comment on uh, MLB when that's going to show up <laughs> <laughs> hey free agency okay this is the the last time that like the NBA kind of like right has their moment I will say something about the MLB that I'm very excited about personally as a Blue Jays fan yeah Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is competing in the home run derby as a rookie he's oh, the wow. youngest youngest player ever to compete in the home run derby and he's gonna win it he's gonna win it that's awesome. Vladdy J, he's going to win. There you go. <laughs> we got the MLB in there. But the MLB All-Star roster did get released. Um, and honestly, I'm actually looking forward to the NBA to like calm down so I can actually watch some baseball. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just a little slow getting there. I'm sorry. I mean, it is what it is. What it is. Yeah. Any more news? I, I'm checking one last time because we, we told ourselves we'd do like a 30, 35-minute show. Yeah. We're getting about that time, so we'll do our last – our last couple checks on Twitter. Yeah, I think I think all the all the news we we broke. We got Kemba, we got KD, we got Kai, Kawhi, Jimmy Butler, Al Horford. 
This is an interesting nugget I just found NBA Stats and Info. NBA Stats and Info is a fantastic Twitter follow if you're really into like weird stats about sports. But um, talking about the Chris Middleton contract, they said that as of right now, the only players to ever sign for more than Chris Middleton's $178 million are Russell Westbrook's five-year $206 million deal and Steph Curry's five-year $201 million deal. Those are the only two players to have a bigger contract than Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. That is shocking. He doesn't even shoot higher than 40% three-point line. That is shocking. Um, and Middleton with was selected 39th overall in the 2012 draft. So this is the largest contract by any player taken in the second round in NBA history. Wow. Draymond Green didn't even get that. He don't deserve that. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> if he's an NBA champion, he doesn't deserve that money. Um, but um, when's that YouTube episode? I don't know, Seth. I don't know, man. I'd like for it to be soon, but mm-hmm. we don't know. We just wanted to try out the... Yeah, we wanted, Facebook to, Live. we wanted to see the response. It was pretty good. Not going to lie. It's better than, better than I thought it would be. Thanks for the support, everybody. 31 comments, you know. <laughs> Seth, I have a question since I think you're still watching. Um, you can type out your answer here. Uh, what do you think of uh, Oklahoma City's chances? Are they going to trade Aquaman? Are they going to trade Steven Adams somewhere? Or is he going to stick around? I'll give you a second to respond to, to that because, I mean, OKC is another team in the West that, like, they're definitely going to be back in the playoffs, I would think, but, like, when are they going to make a push? Like, when, right. when are they going to put it all together? What are they missing the most, Matty P? What do you think Oklahoma City misses the most? Uh, I I think they miss Kevin Durant. I think they miss, yes. <laughs> well, well <laughs> not wrong. You, you, want, you want the truth? Yeah. They miss Kevin Durant. Hey, Paul, you know, you have Paul George. You have Russell Westbrook. They, guys that, up, they, they perform so well you know, during the regular season. They come to the playoffs, and it just seems like they'll never just get over the hump, man. It's like, do you think Westbrook's the problem? The I think, yeah, well, I think Westbrook's the problem. He he takes too many unnecessary shots. Like, it's some. I watched so many games last year where he just you know comes up, comes up, and then <laughs> hey, there's a wide open guy down low, you know, Aquaman, and right. then pull up for three. Yeah, check up and, for three. And I'm like, what? Come on, man. Like, yeah, my biggest my biggest. He problem. has no awareness on the shot clock. Ever. Yeah, my biggest problem is um, is with Russell Westbrook is, like you said, he's not a good three-point shooter, but he... He thinks he, he does. But he thinks he's a fantastic <laughs> three-point shooter, right? He just jacks him up. Like, if he if he has an open look, like you said, he'll just pull it up. And, like, if he feels like it, he'll just do it. He said biggest, it, biggest shooter. Yeah, biggest misses. Yeah, is yeah they're missing... Exactly, Seth. They're missing shooters. They're missing guys that that create the opportunity for Westbrook to pass it to. Now, right. that doesn't mean that Russell was going to pass it to them. Right. <laughs> but, He's proven that he can't, right. he, or he won't do that. Right. If you put guys around him, will he even pass? We don't know. I mean, obviously, he averaged a triple-double. He's got assists and all that. But, yeah. I mean, if it, you surround him with guys that can shoot, will he get it to him? I don't know. Right. It's a shame because he's one of the most talented guys in the NBA. But he's just got to get over this, you know, I got to do it all myself. Yeah. You know, I got, it's... It's not that he's selfish, but it's like he, he, he wants the best for his team, I feel like. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, the way to do that is bring up the ball down and jack up threes. And jack I'm like, up. that's not that's not offense, Russell Westbrook. That's not offense. Right. Yeah, I like him, too. He's one of my favorite players to watch. He's fascinating. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a lot of fun. And when he's on, you know. Yeah, when it's he's fun field, to watch. He's, he's incredible. He's athletic. He dunks. He's very energetic. He's probably one of the most energetic players in the, in the, in the league. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just God, he 
Makes me yeah. want to the triple double will not to translate to an NBA championship. No. Yeah, probably not. And do you think Paul George regrets staying there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He could have been a Laker. He could have been everywhere else. But he tried to stick with with Russell. I don't know. We'll yeah. see how that goes. Um, but uh, that pretty much wraps up our show today. We just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit and break some of the news if you guys hadn't heard it already. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. Great being on here as always. I appreciate you. Uh, Allowing me to like tag on to your, not your tagging podcast. on. You're not tagging on to anything, dude. You're the co-host. Yeah. You are the, you are the. Uh, well, we made the analogy the other day when we did the one with Maurice that I am the LeBron. I am the facilitator, right? And you were the AD. You were just catching lobs. You know, you're just out there. You're just running the floor. Right. And I throw you an alley, and you just, you know, just freaking right. windmill it. You know. And Maurice is the D-Lo. Sometimes right, he's right. on the podcast, and sometimes right. he's not. And when he's there, you kick it out in the corner, and he just, you know, what's one for three? You know, right. it is what it is. Yep. Um, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Uh, we'll be back sometime next week, and we'll probably um, not talk about the MOB at all. Uh, we'll probably just talk more NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Because we'll probably know eventually where Katie, or not Katie, where Kawhi ends up. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about that. Okay. But, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely trying to get away from the NBA. We talked about it a lot. Uh, I think the next episode we'll probably talk some NFL as well. Because the NFL is getting close. Um, we'll talk about the state of our teams, the Vikings, the Dolphins, and, and where we're going. And the expectations we have, they're not very high um, for, for our teams. Yeah. Um, thanks, guys, so much. Peace. See you. Peace. We love you. And uh, this episode will obviously still be on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. We've already rec- we're, we're recording it as we speak on uh, Audition, so we'll post it everywhere else like normal, so you guys can hear it um, on the normal listening platforms. Thank you, guys. Rock on. Go Knowles. Go Knowles, baby. And we'll see y'all soon. Peace.